Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. It's the Tired and Tested podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and it's a snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realizing that parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. Welcome to episode seven of the Tired and Tested podcast with me, Sophie McCartney. We're also joined today by a very screamy, whingy, nature chops down in the kitchen who is refusing point blank to eat an omelette and Steve is apparently force feeding it down his throat like he is a goose for foie gras. Um, I've also got... Lucy with the fringe. Hey, Luce. Little less screamy. Little less screamy on the end of the line today. Yeah, but I've I've been I've got Jez trying to stop my um, three-year-old from killing a rendition of Elton John's "I'm Still Standing" on his toy uh, keyboard. I think I'd take that. I'd I'd take that over the anti-omelette protest (laughs) that is happening in my kitchen right now. Uh, Absolutely livid. Working moms. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, he's just taking great offence. I don't know maybe whether he was just a bit, he'd gone a bit Californian and he just wanted egg whites only and Steve's given him a yolk and it's just all gone to shit down there. Anyway, I'm, I'm a little bit husky this week as well. Apologies, I'm a little bit croaky because I've had the child look. I've had the child look. Although I have to say, I am here for my voice. I feel it's like yeah, a little bit sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know, yeah, a little bit sort of like, Fee, like Phoebe and Friends because yeah. I can relate all my life episodes back to an episode of Friends um, when she gets the cold and she's like, smell a curse, smell a curse. Yeah, you've definitely yeah, got a sex line voice. Is that like one 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 but for yeah. sex i don't know hello sex line 69. um is your partner bleeding out of an orifice <laughs> somewhere <laughs> are they still breathing brilliant carry on <laughs> but i've also got cold but i'm on i am on day one I, I don't mind a cold when i get to the sexy bit like you but i'm on day mm. one i've got the drippy throat itchy nose itchy ears and it's, are you doing that thing where you have to rub your like rub this. your tongue at the back of back of your throat? Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? It is so gross. Also, sounds like the world's worst blowjob, doesn't it? <laughs> Completely fucking terrifying blowjob. Have you ever tried to explain that to your kids? Like when Jack's like, "Mummy, I've got an itchy ear," and I'm like, "What you need to do is you need to you need to rub it with your tongue." He's like got his tongue out of his mouth. And like, um, also, um, Jack has got a really abnormally long tongue. He can get his tongue into his nostrils, um, and Steve has made the mistake of telling him that it's actually like a great thing he's like oh my god he's like you've got skills and now because he said that jack thinks it's really impressive and not everybody can because not everybody can do this but it just means when we're out and about he suddenly just shoves a tongue up a nostril and i'm like Mm. and he's like but daddy said i've got super skills i'm like well daddy's fucking wrong put your tongue away okay (laughs) little dirtbag boys are are lush aren't they boys are lush Mm, yeah although evelyn has got previous as well so um yeah oh my god you know what babe 
last week when we were talking about um the, about the bumworms. Oh, oh no. jinxed, oh, no. jinxed myself horribly. Oh, no. Um, and I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna divulge too much because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to embarrass any of my said children. But we we've had to have an incident this oh, week oh, where no. I had to do um the emergency message round to um the mum's WhatsApp group at ten o'clock at night to see if anybody had the special tablets that you have to take. This has never happened to me before. It's never happened, and I don't know. It's more than a confirmed kill, okay? Because I didn't see it. I didn't see it with my own eyes. It came secondhand knowledge to me via my mum, who had been in a situation where we'd been out for the evening, and um, and so I so I wasn't a hundred percent sure because there'd been no itchiness. There'd been no itchiness. But then we were discussing last week don't how you don't have always itchiness. have to have the itchiness, and that was news to me. So then I was just very, very, very suspicious, and I was like, well, do you know what? We've not seen one officially in the flesh with our own eyes, but I'm just going to nuke literally the shit out of everybody in the family with I'd rather just take the tablet and just deal with it and be done so so that's just what that's what we had to do so that was great so that was lovely oh god nice weirdly my first bumworm experience um, my neighbour messaged me saying that um, her little one has had bumworms and I was like oh my god we just talked about this and it's it's all I feel like there's a bumworm epidemic at the minute and I'm really worried that it's because oh, we jinxed it like the bed like Bed bugs. Like, like the bed bugs. There's, there's a lot of parasite action, isn't Paris. there? And do you know what I have Paris. today? Paris. I? Parasite. That's also what I imagine. What I imagine a bed bug looks like. Also, um, I do you know also I before um I had the text message from school about head lice as well. Oh, Jesus so it's it's it. I know, oh I know. And so so there's been the bum worms. I feel it's like the trilogy. Of just terror, isn't yeah. it? The trilogy of terror. And you got bum worms, you got bed bugs, and now there's head lice. And you know, oh. I'm, I'm not great with bugs. Um, if I was ever um, a celebrity, I could never do. I'm, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. No, oh god. I don't know. Half a mil. I don't think you could pay me. And I'll, t- I'll tell you, there's a few reasons why that I would never yeah. do it. Um, the first of which being, um, I am incredibly um, phobic of flying. So getting me to Australia in the first <laughs> place is going to be problematic. <laughs> getting me like, onto, I don't mind. I'll the, go... onto the plane, probably in getting, business class yes. as well. Probably business yeah. class with you know with with Qantas, yeah. I would throw an absolute yeah. shit fit. Like, so um, she's going to be so, great so when she has to jump out of the plane at the other side. <laughs> Well, exactly. And because I would feel that they would know that about me and then they would throw me out of a helicopter attached to, yeah, like Kangaroo Keith or whatever his name is, who runs the Outback Shack on the Cronids. And they'd just throw me out with him. I'd shit myself on television. Like poo would come out of me as I was coming out of the plane. It would like fling up and hit me in the face. It would just be this whole thing. Then I'd vomit. Then So you would see all of my bodily fluids on television within the first three minutes, okay? So there's that to contend with. Um, Also, I'm a very fussy eater still as an adult. Like there's there's certain things that I won't eat. Now, as an example to this, um, I will not eat... Um, mayonnaise. So I'm not going to eat a blended like witch tea grub, am I? I'm not. Go- I'm not going to do I that. And I've got quite a jippy gag, <laughs> a jippy gag reflex. I've got. I have like, and, and you know, it's the drinking things for me. The drink. I could not oh, drink God. like a pint of a pint of dick. Like I, like I couldn't. Penis, I just couldn't penis do milkshake. it. Milkshake. That's what it's, it looks like. Yeah. Like a penis, a penis collider oh. that they'd give me, and 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 I'd be like, no. Penis collider. So a penis collider. Um, and actually, I'd probably be quite boring because I quite enjoy a bit of plain rice 
for yeah. food as well yeah. as a proper fussy eater. Yeah. So they wouldn't they wouldn't break me with rice and beans because yeah. I'd be like, oh, nice. I like a bit of plain rice every now and again. Um, so I think, yes, yeah, so, so I'd be a screamer. I don't like bugs. I just, I still to this day cannot pick up a spider, a house spider. And I know it's not going to kill me. I just, I just, I just don't, don't want all the legs on me. I don't, I don't like that. Don't like the idea of that. Um, and the dog eats them for oh. me. So... Yeah, there's so multiple reasons why I don't think I could ever, if I was ever in the position of um, of being a celebrity, that I would ever go and do. Well, a personally, I feel like that was the best pitch ever for the producers. If you're listening, <laughs> give me a call. I'm waiting. <laughs> Go on, Sophie. It'll be fun, like got Cozy Joe's in Newcastle. <laughs> mm, have we talked? Have we talked yet about Cozy Joe's on here? Oh my god! So after we went to the Newcastle, so after I did the um, the, the Newcastle show a couple of weeks ago, Lucy's like, right, I'm going to take you out in Newcastle. We think we talked pre-show, didn't we? We felt we recorded the yes. before yeah. before the show, but we actually giddy. haven't gone back mm. and, and reconvened. You were very we were very giddy. We haven't reconvened about what happened afterwards. So Lucy sets the scene for me. So she said, babe, I'm so excited about you coming to Newcastle. I'm going to take you out in Newcastle, show you all the sights. Now, you know, I would, you, you're a fairly classy bird. I don't think bird. I said show you Do all you know the sights. I, mean? like, I said I was just going to take you out somewhere nice. Well, Okay, well then, by that I've obviously assumed that you're going to show me the good sights of Newcastle. Um, what did what did she do for you? Did she hire out a full swanky private area you, in a bar for you and filled it with? Friends? You did, and that was lovely. Thank you. That part, Thank you. I should have gone home after well, that. I should have. I should have. You. <laughs> I should have realised at this point by how much Prosecco that you had had and then the amount of years that I'd known you that at this point I should have just left and gone back to my room and eaten a picnic in my bed and gone to sleep. This is what should have happened. What then subsequently happened is Lucy started telling me about this cool place and these, these are yours. I've never been. There's a cool place. I've never been. Exactly. Yes, but the way that you pitched it to me, babe, this cool place that I've never been. Like, you'd seen this, like, really amazing place and you were like, wow, that seems like a really vibey vibey place that we need to go to and I'm going to take Sophie it's called Cozy Joe's and in my head I'm thinking Cozy Joe's is like a really weird name for some kind of like elite rooftop bar but you know maybe it's cozy and maybe it's run by a hot guy called Joe I'm there anyway off we go now as we're walking Lucy's got her friends with her as well and they're kind of as we're heading towards the Cozy Joe area they're giving me a bit of a backstory <laughs> to the area in which we are heading of Newcastle and the, the, the minute I started to get a little bit suspicious is when one of your friends was telling me do you know what I really like about this area though there's always quite a high police presence <laughs> and I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking oh oh now is that just because it's always full of celebrities maybe and you know they need to be Escorted. like get back stay mm-hmm. away yeah mm-hmm. you know and maybe that's it and we rock up to Cozy Joe's and I immediately realised it's not because of that reason um, and because actually directly to the right of the door there were two men trying to kick each other's head in <laughs> Anyway, in we go to Cozy Joe's. Step one foot inside of the door, then couldn't move the other foot because it was stuck onto the floor. <laughs> I'm quite positive. Now, and listen, I don't want to be, um, you know, I, I don't want to be too much of a Debbie Downer on Cozy Joe's because I know now, subsequently, it's kind of like a little bit of a Newcastle institution, right? You know, people, hey, it is a absolutely. thing. People go to Cozy Joe's and they love their time absolutely. at Cozy Joe's. But I told my hairdresser, and my hairdresser was like, if you have somebody coming to Newcastle, you need to show them the proper Newcastle. If I could have taken you to a nice swanky bar, we could have been anywhere, babes. I We needed to show you the real Newcastle. The Newcastle that the everyone Newcastle. talks about. And you've done it now, so the next time you come back, I'll I've take you somewhere boring. All right? 
Yeah, could you also, could you also take me somewhere where um, dubious fluid doesn't drip from the ceiling onto your head, um, and also that when you when you leave to get your Uber outside, there isn't a girl in one shoe pissing on oh the pavement God. in front that of you. That was just the cherry on the on the evening, wasn't it? It, it really was. Us shuffling down the road while waiting for the Uber, so that the flow of the flow of urine didn't get onto my shoes. Oh, that was God. that was that was the pinnacle. It was, it was yeah. very funny. Yeah. It, it was it was it was good crap. But this thing about this Cozy Joe's, it was a karaoke bar, wasn't it? But it was an open karaoke well, bar. Well, they had booths, and, so and it, I thought let's just go and get a booth, but didn't think on a Saturday night it, they would all be taken. Obviously, it'd be quite busy. Clearly, it was packed, wasn't it? It was absolutely rammed. But I think what I loved, the, well, there was something that I did love about Cozy Joe's. It was the eclectic mix of people who frequented Cozy Joe's, and um, because you had like biker guys yeah. with like all the tats yeah. and the beards and the cut off denim waist jackets, yeah. and they were up singing Limp Biscuit on the yeah. stage. But also they were coming off and then singing along to Dolly Parton when somebody was up doing Jolene. It was just it was a very strange cross mix of society. And but I was I was I was there for that. Yeah. That that was great. You had you had the girls who, you know, thought that they were there for X Factor mm-hmm. auditions, you were giving it mm-hmm. everything. You had, you know, you had you know, Janet who's seventy two oh, who's just popped in to just come and you do see? a little bit you're of talking um, yourself, black velvet. You're talking yourself round now, aren't you? You're like, hang on. Mm, I'm hang not on. I'm not going back. Um, but I think also the fate my one my it did have another favourite part of the evening, oh, though, actually. So, you know, maybe I did secretly enjoy it deep down. It was when um, you and my friend Drunk Helen, um, you decided to go and do a number yourselves. Um, Drunk Helen then decided to go she home. Fucked off. fucked off and left you. She <laughs> fucked off and left you. And so you had to go and do your song on your own. But how nervous you were before. And you were like, oh, my God, babe, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, you were like, oh, God, oh, God. You were having a proper existential crisis about going up and singing Drunk Karaoke. Was I? Like, I don't oh, remember. Like, oh, 200 people Um, you were having an absolute yeah like meltdown about it and now again to put this into perspective before I go on stage (laughs) and I am there having all of my existential life crises what you do is you sit there and you eat your poke bowl and you scroll on Instagram and I drink a mark I'm sitting there going and you drink a mug while I'm going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I don't right. want to do it, I don't want to do it. And you're like, you're fine, you need, shut you up, some, you off you go. <laughs> you need to have some calm, grounding people around you, all right? I'm not going to be sitting there mm. going, you're going to be all right, you're amazing, you're this, you're this, you're this, you're this. No, you need to be grounded, babes. And that's what you did. And that Just is exactly what you were like just before I went on to do my karaoke. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I may have actually said, "See how you fucking like it," and then pushed you onto the stage. I think actually is what what happened. Next time you come to Newcastle, I'm mm. taking you. I'm taking you somewhere very, very special, babes. Oh fucking hell! Where on Friday night to celebrate my coming mm. of age, I went mm. to what I can only describe as the best night of my entire fucking life. Right. Oh, yes. I went to Bongo Bingo. Bongos. Bongo Bingo. Oh, it's Bongo's a thing. Bongo's Bingo. It what was, was it? Was it amazing? Right. I swear to God. Let me tell you what. Have you been before? Steve's been right. So I've been. So for but not to an official night. So I gate crashed Steve's work's Christmas party. Right. So he was working for Man City at the time, and they'd hired out this really cool underground like arches in um, in Manchester. Yeah. Um, and they'd they'd got Bongo's Bingo in to do the night. I'd been at a comedy gig in Manchester, and I just I'd had a few drinks uh, afterwards, and I'd just rocked up. I wasn't invited, and Steve knew the security guard at work, and they. Just 
just shoved me in through a back entrance but I didn't know what was going on and I just walked in to just a lot of people on tables with glow sticks and cardboard cutouts of things and I was like what the fuck is happening I mean I was there for it it was great Um, but yeah it was it was quite it was quite that that night also actually I I got quite drunk and I stroked Pep Guardiola oh was that the cardigan night (laughs) yeah (laughs) god so yeah, Pep went through a right phase. And this is, you don't really know football, so this means nothing to you. But um, he went through a phase in a season where he would just wear the same grey cardigan. And I, I, lo- I love Pep, he's a beautiful man. Sorry, Steve, might be on the laminated list. Um, and, um, and so generally, Steve didn't really let me within a five foot radius of him. Um, but I'd had a few drinks and was feeling a little bit leery. Um, and so as we were leaving, um, I went up to him um, and I got close. I got close enough to touch him. Um, and and so I stroked him and my arm, well, my hand lingered a little bit too long on his arm. And I said to him, Pep, don't you get ever so hot in your cardigan? <laughs> While stroking him. While stroking him like he's a house cat. Right? Pep's looking at me as if to say, who yeah. is this crazy lady? And please make her stop touching you me will. so i think he's been like i think he's been like super polite and 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 has been like no i was like oh, okay now at this point steve then drags me away i'm a little bit worse for wear fall over quite a low table behind me backwards like all in front all in front of his boss oh, effectively um, and because i'd also been to a comedy gig at this point i was kind of gigging around with this giant um i would say what's it? it's like an a5 is that the biggest or is a5 small what's like a really massive you know like a flip like bar a- flipboard a- chart a- thing a- yeah, like some fuck off gigantic flipboard yeah. thing that I had mounted onto cardboard that I'd brought with me. And then because we were going home, I was taking it with me. And and on this was a gigantic drawing of a potato baby kind of style. You know when kids uh. draw potatoes with, with arms in, with saggy tits mm-hmm. on, that was that was me, mm-hmm. basically. That was a picture that Evelyn had done of me when I was little that I'd had blown up that I talk about, in well, I talk, at the time in my set that I talked about. So I'm standing there holding a gigantic cardboard cutout of me as a potato with saggy tits I've just stroked this man like he's a cat and I've fallen over a table funnily enough Steve left Man City about four (laughs) weeks after (laughs) I wonder of his own doing of his own doing so yeah so that's my only experience of Bongo Bingo so let me tell you about Bongo's because it is it is like we need to do it we need to sort of take do a takeover I think because there were so many like our demographic like our age group um like it's just it's just tables and banquet tables full of people just wanting like to get on the lash and just have a brilliant time. Um, there was a group of students next to me. I think that's where I've got this freshest flu from. But we got you learned. Yeah, from. there was this group of eight. Did you snog them? No, but we, it's all very very close. You're it's you know you very confined. very confined space. But there was a song that came on. So they when they first started, they put they just play like absolutely banging tunes and they played. You know, we are the children of the night. You know, like the happy hardcore rave song from back in the noughties. <sighs> and these girls were all like looking at each other like, what's this song? What's this song? What is Don't this? know what this song is. And I was like, whoa. And I realised that these kids, for them, it was like being at a 70s disco for us when we were that age. <laughs> oh, God. Like dancing to ABBA. Dancing, <laughs> yeah. Was, like, you know, like, dancing set. queen. But they knew, they knew like the, the noughties bangers, but they didn't, they didn't know like the... 
Do you, do you know what? Right, of a, of a similar ilk um, that um, David Getter was. Is it David Getter that's done uh, the remix of "I'm Blue"? I'm blue, Dad. Oh, and now it's got words. Yeah, there's words. So it's like I'm drunk and I'm feeling all right. I'm gonna have the best fucking night of my life. I mean, possibly not the words, and a little bit more tuneful than that. I'm just I'm ad libbing, ad libbing, guys. Um, and and they don't know. They don't know. And they're like, yeah, it's a it's a banger. And I'm like, it's, it's not. It's 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 not a brand new song. It's I'm blue, da ba dee da ba die, da da ba dee da ba die. Uh, it was a little house and my windows are blue. I mean, why why mess with a classic? Why mess with a classic? It's like exactly. when they tried to do a fucking remake of Point Break. Absolutely oh. not. So I had a little bit of a trauma this week. So I had to go and look around a high school oh with Jack. Oh no, 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 not baby I know. Jack. I know. Not baby Jack, I know. So if this is happening to us, so come September, he will be joining high school. And I just wasn't emotionally ready for it, babe. We walked round oh and I could just feel my bottom lip wobbling oh as we were going. And it was, do you know, it's just so different to primary school. It's so big. It's such a big high school. I mean, it seems like a lovely high school as well. We're very lucky. We live in an area where we've got quite a few good schools around us. But he's just had his heart set on one of the schools. I really hope that he gets into this because he's going to be absolutely heartbroken. But I tell you what, brought back all the high school memories. I've not stepped foot in a high school from my own high school days. And when we went up to come see the science lab and as soon as we walked up the stairs, I could smell the Bunsen burners. (gasps) And I was like, the Bunsen, because they had all the Bunsen burners. And I was like, I can't believe that they just, and they obviously still do it now, but um, it's set out a little differently. I don't know about you, but in my high school, every bench, and we sat in rows. Had a gas, had every bench. Everybody had a gas tank. Happened, didn't yeah. they, in a Bunsen burner, just yeah. let a load of the bloody teenagers. Yeah. And all we used to do was stick our biros in the Bunsen yeah. burner. That was, yeah. was what we did on a day-to-day basis. So I just don't think that one should have been allowed, really. So, so it seems a little bit more sensible now. That, no, I think it's not quite like that. They just don't give everybody free reign of fire on a day-to-day basis. Um, but they also had, they had some lungs from a, an undetermined animal that they were blowing air into. They had some hearts that he was sticking his finger in. I was like, Steve, what's for dinner? You, you know that they just do that for the open day. Because I remember going, yeah, to, they're never, going for a look yeah. around some high schools. And I remember being like, this looks so cool. And then you get you go to the school and you never look. You never do any of the fucking cool shit. It was just it's just a succulent no. tell you what i didn't see much of in the school actually um lockers didn't see ah, any lockers like and i don't school. know whether lockers aren't a thing yeah um now i tell you one of my biggest memories from high school and this i think is probably one of my favorite stories from high school and something that is going to still trouble me until my dying day oh, okay because we had a massive mystery oh, at God. our school i went to an all-girls church of england high school right and it was it was it was uh, it, quite religious just not like ram it down your throat religious but we had to go to eucharist like every month which was just a very long assembly just yeah eucharist it was like just it was a god god squaddy assembly and i think we all had to to go and i think we just all had a wafer and we thought we had a sip of wine and we were like where i'm off my nose um the the wine and the bread yeah you wine and you wine and your bread yeah although i don't know really morally where (laughs) i stand on giving a load of teenage girls a sip of wine (laughs) at 10 a.m i don't I mean, could have been alcohol free. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But anyway, so it was a bit like that. But um, so something happened on. on one of our How school days. You? Now, I must have been, I don't know, maybe 14. So wait a minute, your 13, high school 14, was an all-girls school? How did you not know this about I d- I me? Knew that, yeah, but I didn't realise that you didn't... I, 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 
I, I don't know. I've never really, I've never really delved into. We it had enough. boys at sixth form. Oh, boys at sixth. Boys form. run out at sixth form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we had two. I think, that, that came at sixth form, who I think just came because they thought statistically yeah. one of these girls is going to go out yeah, with me. Yeah, one of these girls is going to get <laughs> Surely, me Surely, yeah. Yeah, in this school of a thousand <laughs> girls, one of them, one of them will date me. Um, and um, Anyway, back to the... Anyway, so yeah. I, I was, yeah, I can't remember what year, but I was maybe like 13, 14. <gasps> and there'd been a strange smell in school oh for a couple of weeks and nobody quite could pinpoint what the smell was, where it was coming from. Anyway, one day, we're in the halls on our way to lessons. There are girls running towards us, crying. There are screams in the hall. There is anguish. There are shouts. There are teachers running, scarpering. We were like, what the blooming hell is happening? Okay, and as we're walking closer towards the scenes of chaos, this smell that we've been smelling for the past few weeks is becoming stronger and stronger and more intense. And as we turn a corner, all we can see is this black liquid all over the floor in an empty empty carrier bag and everyone's then gagging at this point it's absolutely disgusting what had happened no worse what had happened is that somebody had taken a shit and a piss in a carrier bag and locked it in a locker stop it stop it (laughs) they'd had a shit in a bag and they'd left it in somebody else's locker as well but it wasn't their own locker unless this girl had done it to herself but she'd been targeted and she had had a shit in a locker put in her locker right i mean horrendous horrendous thinking about it (laughs) but she hadn't used her locker in a long while or she'd been off say i don't know but the locker had only just been emptied the bag had then spilled out and the shit in the piss had then like all like mulched down and created this liquid and it had oh gone everywhere god. oh my god the se- the absolute scenes right so oh. we were all hauled in to assembly by our deputy head mrs gornall she was quite a strip lady who take took great offence to us enrolling our skirts off and shitting in lockers and shitting in bags and shitting in lockers which is which to be fair is probably um a little less socially acceptable than rolling yeah. the skirt up at the yeah. bus stop to attract the local all boys school yeah. around the corner anyway um and we were all pulled in uh, we were all threatened with dna testing i mean but we all believed it i mean it was 1996 or something we weren't all being bloody dna tested did dna testing exist by then i don't know but we're like oh my goodness yeah and so so the biggest scandal in our school was who shot in the room <laughs> right this is and nobody and no and there is a wall of silence okay for the culprit the phantom shitter okay and nobody nobody who goes or who went to my high school and anybody who was listening and i don't want to name and shame said high school but anybody who's listening who went they all know it's like the legend of the locker okay and nobody knows and i just think that when i'm on my deathbed you know when you think thinking about regrets in life and things that you wish you would have known i'm gonna want to know still who shot in the locker Man. Oh my God, Sophie. Scandalous. Do you think you should go and do like a uh, full Vera and go and can, do you reckon you could, could look at this? I as think, a, you know, what's that one? Unforgotten. You know, Unforgotten, the drama, and it's about like years and years and years ago. It's a crime that was committed oh, years, yeah. years and years and years ago. And they go Maybe back this in. this is the next yeah, book. This could be the, <laughs> this phantom shit. This is the next book. Yeah. I think, I think it needs a Netflix true crime yeah. documentary, to be Absolutely. honest, right? I'm just going to, I'm just going to coin the copyrights to that right now. The Phantom Locker Shitter of Liverpool. Oh, mm. oh my God. I can't be- mm. So were you like, I can imagine, right, forgive me, girls' school. I just mm. think anybody who went to a girls' school, horny little who. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, it's a little a, judgmental, it's, though. Mm. 
Mm. Is that what you were? were you but always... we didn't have any boy. We didn't have boys. We didn't have any boys to express the horniness to. But I felt like um, for, I... for, the, for the ones of us that liked boys, maybe for the ones of us that liked girls, then it was it was a bit but better. Like... But for the for the boy liking community, it's almost like because you didn't have access to the boys on a daily basis, did it make you even? even more like I mean like we knew boys like they were we, we like it wasn't like we were never allowed to see like we weren't kept in basements like we'd get the bus home with boys and things just but between nine and think, three we weren't allowed to shag boys I don't I think, think I could have I, I don't think I could have gone to school if it wasn't for boys like what would be the point really that was the that was the big <laughs> part from education no but that, that that was the thing that got me out of bed and got me dressed in the morning was like oh well, I'll go and see the boy that I fancy Go and see it. Yeah, just, I just, no, I just no, no, no. creepily look at him all day long. From no, I think what what got us out of bed was the tiny little um like paper wafer and a sip of wine at ten a.m. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Right. I'm excited. I can barely wait to see what disgusting words fly out of your mouth this eve, Luce. Um, hit me with your words because it is time for Urban Dictionary Corner. What do you got, Luce? What have you got? Can I just can I just check? There's no small children around. <laughs> no, not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. Right. Tell me, what do you think a reverse ostrich is? Oh, okay. Right, my mind has immediately gone to Rod and Emu. <laughs> Do you remember Rod and Emu? <laughs> that elderly gentleman that had that had his hand up the emu's ass and controlled him. Is it when? Oh God! Oh God! Go on, where are you going? Is it when? I'm sorry if my mum and dad are listening. Is it when you fist somebody and then shake them up and down until their mouth? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and you, like they're like kind of flapping about. <laughs> Backwards. And their legs are just Backwards. like their legs are just like yeah, like just like flapping about next to you. Is it? Is it? Is it something to do with that? Or like you, you put your hand, you put your hand up, and then you have to do like the the mouth, the other person's mouth opens, and you do a little bit of ventriloquism with them at the same time. <laughs> Bottle of beer. Is it like that? No? <laughs> no? No. Okay. It's not. It's not that. No. Um, but do, we, 
Any, any other, anything else in there before we... Okay, reverse ostrich. Well, you've got reverse cowgirl. I mean, do you know what? My mind, my mind's gone dirty, but there are some that aren't dirty and they're just, they are just, um, I mean, is it, it, it would just be very boring, I feel, for me to say, um, is it somebody just running backwards incredibly <laughs> fast? Tell you what I quite enjoy doing, <laughs> just a side note to this. Have you ever been out, um, probably when you've had a few drinks and you've walked past, um, you know, the way they put those temporary signs up to do the speed yeah. limits in residential yeah. areas and so it tells yeah. you if you're going too fast have you ever tried out running one <laughs> what have you, have you never done that oh what? i have steve and i've done this on a night on, on, a, on a night out and we've been walking home and we've we tried to out we've tried to go go past it and get it past 30 miles an hour i couldn't do it but steve could do it but it was very funny so i just wondered whether maybe it was that but backwards no 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 but I, god right. get me on a night out with you and steve too <laughs> We're wild and we also burn off some calories. <laughs> Just in case you're listening, Brad. Um, right, well, no, that's not what it is. So let me let me tell you what a reverse ostrich is, shall I? Okay. It is a sophisticated form, oh. a sophisticated mm. form of giving oral sex. It's when the woman is standing on her feet, knees, right. knees locked, with her back okay. facing her your head, arms behind her back, much like an ostrich, it's sticking its right. head in the ground for whatever reason they do that. The woman <sighs> then bends forward at her waist and performs oral sex on the man who is laying on his back. Right, how's that, re- how's that re- reverse? Because I love that you're doing the motion. <laughs> Because thank you for because that. Because she's 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 standing with her feet knees locked and her back is facing the head. So so if a man's lying Who, on the bed, head? the man. So the right. man's lying on the bed. The woman yeah. stands up in front of him, but she turns so that her ass isn't in his face, and then she she sophistic she does a sophisticated. Can you move. draw me a picture? Can you draw me a picture with Stitman? I don't understand. Do you want me to draw you a suit? picture now right yeah please i i I struggle massively with logistical things with 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 this i feel that that it needs a stick man diagram because i don't understand right because i would i would have thought that was just a front facing ostrich so first off because obviously i would have got it that then i'm gonna do it step by step so so here is the man um you've been very generous to him by the way in the (laughs) nether regions jazz is like yes (laughs) Yeah, right. Get her boobs in. This picture needs to go on Instagram afterwards, by the way, just for context. Um, Are you giving her boobs? I love you've just given... We're making sure yeah, everything's correct. And she's going to have a fringe as well. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, don't. This is this is now giving me horrible insights. I don't I don't need an image of what you look and your husband bendy. get up to. Right, Thank so you very much. Look how bendy she is. Together. So look... <laughs> Right, sorry. Okay, now I've seen the picture. Yeah. That surely is impossible. So she's standing up over him so he can see up her ass and she's bending over and giving, I can't touch my toes when I bend over. How are you? How, how well endowed? Well, you've got to be really sophisticated and also incredibly very good small. at yoga. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. I'm kind of bullshit on that. I think you should try it and tell us before you, before you make that statement. I think you should go and give that a whirl. I think I'd tear both of my hamstrings. No, thank you. <laughs> Let me 
let's just hang on. How far could you go down? I'm, I'm going to have to get up oh, and yeah, do it. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, you you do. You I've done right, it. I'm going to do you, it. You you see how far you can go. How low can you go? How, how low, low can you go? Can you go? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I used to be able to do the cardboard box challenge. There you go. That? I used to be that bendy. There you go. But, I'm ca- yeah. Come on. but not, not now. Oh, hang on. Oh. Right, hang on. So I'm standing up. Legs straight. I've got my knees locked. Yeah, yeah, right. What? So Steve knees is supposedly locked. lying on the floor in front yeah. of me. Knees, no, knees no, no, locked, no. Right? No, Steve is behind you looking up at your bum. He's lying backwards so his head is behind he, you i'm i'm straddling You're straddling him. his legs I'm, am i straddling, straddling yeah right yeah, straddling yeah, his yeah. legs and his head is now up your ass my bum. Yeah. <laughs> lovely what a treat that is um and i'm no right unless right, keep steve going keep going, living, keep going. Um, unless steve is the living embodiment of the jolly green giant my head is getting absolutely nowhere near his penis, and I'm not doing him a disservice here. He's blessed in that area. Well, I'm not getting anywhere, babes. There's a lot of curve Any- on that spine. I want to see it straighter. I can't. My legs don't go. Oh my god, my hamstrings. I can't. I. This is honestly. This is worrying. This is. This is what the only. This is the only way. This is to go this on is- social media because this is not to be missed. <laughs> this. Oh my. No. It's the pain that is radiating into my ash cheeks oh from here. That I'm, no, it's not a thing, guys. It's not a thing. Okay. Unless you are a bendy pretzel yoga mm. instructor, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. So and go. also, in the process of doing that, I'd have farted in his face <laughs> and he'd have divorced me. So it wouldn't have been pleasant for anybody. This really caught me by surprise, this one. It was not what I thought. <laughs> Came out of left field. It just was not what I thought it was going to be. What is a methy? A methy. A methy. Okay. Um, it is either somebody who likes likes drugs, their method. That's what um, I would have thought. Or... Yeah, or it's somebody who's super keen on method floor cleaners because they are brilliant and they smell delicious. Oh my god, like the, the lemon one is sublime and it gets my my floor. I've got like a vinyl wood floor thing in the kitchen. Mwah, brings it up a tree. Is that a methy? I'm a methy. Oh my god, I'm such a methy. Have you got the one yeah. that smells a little? Smells. A me- have you got the one that smells a little bit like almondy? It smells like, yeah. I haven't. My sister yeah, has it's though. Delicious. Mm. Um, no, it's not that. Yeah. But, oh my god, how old are we? It's not oh, that. Okay. Oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> no. It's not. I was caught off guard. I was caught off guard with this. You thought it was going to be a method. I thought it was going to be a method. Yeah. A methy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's when you fart on your hand and slap someone with it. <laughs> what? course it is because that's what most people do on a day-to-day basis to be fair i think actually probably one of my kids has probably done that i think possibly i, 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 but, I wouldn't call that i am scratch, i'm scratching my face because my lips itchy. i haven't just farted on my hand but i'm, <laughs> I'm not doing i'm not doing that i'm not doing that um but it but is that is that like a more modern day approach to the cup and deal sorry what you never did a cup and eel. What's a cup and eel? Oh, it's cup and eel. Not a cup, no, no, not a cup and eel. Oh. Not like when, not. I'm not like some like cockney some sort of... like who's about to. Yeah, like he's like a, some jelly, jelly deal and a pie. What? No, a cup. Yeah, and a deal. A cup. A and cup a and a deal. deal. Yeah, do you know what a cup and deal is? Ooh. What? Oh no. Didn't get this far is up. This no. an, is this an? 
Okay, it? so I've not I've not done it in in a many a year. Um, although to be fair, if oh, I ended up when, trying to do reverse ostrich with Steve, it might happen. You you fart you in your hand into your hand, and then you deal it at somebody. Oh. You waft it okay. in their face. Okay. Yeah. So, so is it like a cup? It's, it's like, like a cup and deal, but a cup and a slap. slap. Mm. Slightly more painful version mm. of that. Oh, well, there you go. Mm, it's a double insult. Oh, there we go. I kind of am a little bit you. down with the kids. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. So there we Lovely. Go. Well, there we go. It's nice. It's nice. It's had a little upgrade to um, be a little bit more violent exactly. now. It's moved with the times. Yeah. Good oh. <gasps> Cup and deal's gone quite aggressive. <sighs> so, shall we move on, Luce, to um, some parenting tales slash fails? Yes, we will. Are mm. you sitting comfortably? I am. I'm on a chair that sounds like I'm farting, though. So just, you, it's you, not is, that. Is, I'm, I'm not about to cup and deal you. My chair's quite squeaky. Um, right, this one, she's named it herself. This one oh. is called Fail on the Plane. Well, we'll be the judge of that, <laughs> what it's called. But OK, carry on. <laughs> right, here we go. Hi, ladies. When my now 10-year-old was little, we went on quite a few flights before we got stuck to school holidays. On these flights, she was perfect. The perfect devil child. She was the one who fell asleep pre-takeoff and then woke as soon as the engine started and cried for the entire flight. Eight hours back from Florida and I have a video of her falling asleep like a nodding dog just as we touched down. In the entire night, she'd spent a week. Anyway... One such time when she was around two on a flight back from Spain, I had my biggest parenting fail. It was a night flight and she was potty trained. So in the day she was potty trained, but she still wore a nappy at night. I completely forgot this after the hours of being in the airport running around and then with her being awake on the flight as usual. So as the seatbelt signs came on, we strapped ourselves in for the arrival. She, of course, fell asleep. Mm -hmm. No nappy. As we start to descend, I noticed a slow spread of liquid seeping out around her. In a complete Mm. panic, I somehow managed to wet wipe her up. I shoved a nappy on her and gave her a change, all while she was still strapped in. Job done. Skills. No one noticed. Mm. Phew. That is until we land. (laughs) The seatbelt sights go off and everyone starts getting their stuff. At this point, I hear the guy sat behind us pick up his coat from oh. the floor and oh, no. say, oh, no. oh, my coat is all wet and it smells funny. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I have two options here. Turn round, explain and apologise profusely no. whilst hanging no. my head in shame. Or, of course... Keep quiet and get off the plane. Keep quiet. Get off the plane, babe. Run. Run. As I'm having this inner argument with myself, who am I kidding? I was always going to keep Sturm and run. The passenger's passenger's friend said, it must be from the air conditioning. That sometimes (laughs) drifts. She turned around and go, yes. It's happened to me as well. Look at me, I'm so... that I chose to let them believe I was mortified. I potty trained at night soon after, so I apologised to the lad that landed in Leeds about eight years ago with wet, 
pissy coats. Proper pissy coats. That they probably just let dry and carried on wearing. Love the book oh. and the tour, Sophie. And the po- podcast is so funny. Um, and that oh. was from Natalie. And she sent a lovely picture of you, which I can see you in your beautiful uh, pink sequins. So she sent a picture oh. from when she met you at one of your shows. Oh. Isn't that lovely? Oh, well, well done. Yeah, I never admit that. Yeah. God, I, I can just imagine it. the social orders. I feel I, I can, smell I can, it. you can smell it. I can feel hot for her, the panic, the panic of hearing the person behind say that. Oh my god. Oh, oh my um, god. and I have a fear of planes, um, that well, obviously apart from flying, um, that I'm accidentally gonna shit myself on takeoff. You know, when they put the belt on and you're not allowed to take the belt off for love nor money, and they and, and then if you've ever hit a bit of turbulence on the way up and they make you keep the belt on forever, in my head I'm just panicking, thinking I'm just gonna have spontaneous diarrhea and I don't know why that is. It's never happened to me before, but that is my fear on a plane, and that I would then poo on somebody's coat behind, it's all just gonna drop oh. down the seat. So yeah, i I feel I feel for feel for her on that one. This just feels like it's one of my living nightmares that Do has we come think true. Nat- Natalie has told us a story, but actually, do you think Natalie actually just pissed herself on the way up, on the way back down with turbulence? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that (laughs) two-year-old. It is the joy, isn't it, of going anywhere with kids? Um, if ever I'm out and about and I need like a, a poo in a public toilet, I don't like, I don't like that. Um, but I'll take the one of the kids in with me, and then I'll say really loudly, "Whoa, that was a big one, wasn't it?" Whoa! <laughs> Make a big song and dance about the smell, and then go out, and somebody's waiting there, and I'm like, oh, "Sorry, <laughs> kids, sorry." And they're like, "That what?" <laughs> So that's it. Oh, another episode done and dusted for this week. Thank you ever so much for listening and tuning in and coming back to hear our dulcet scouse and Geordie tones. Um, if you have any other parenting fails or tales that you want to share with us, please, please, please do email them in. We love, love receiving them. And Luce, what's the email address? You still can't <laughs> I don't, get I it. I will learn it one day. It is. I will learn it one day. I don't even know Steve's mobile number, okay? I don't know his mobile number. I know it starts in 07 and that's as far as we get. Right? It's had the same year, number for 20 years. Oh, it's Go. Tired and tested at acast.com. Or you could. That is the one. You could uh, drop us a little DM if you want to as well. DM, slide in, yeah. slide, slide into the in. old DMs, and um, and and we will we will go from there. So we'll see you next week, then, guys. Week. Have a great week, and there will be more of the same next Thursday. Hit the jingle. It's the Tired and Tested Podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and it's a snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realising that parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.